0: All right, welcome to look at my records, and we're here with the Racer from Monroe, New York. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. What's up? What's up? How are you guys doing today?
1: Excellent. Doing well, thank it's you. Thanks for having us here. Oh, of
0: course, I'm happy to have you guys. And why don't you guys just take a second to introduce yourselves? I know. Let me introduce Justin, the lead singer, because he's not here, right?
1: Pete. Pete.
2: Pete.
0: Shit. <laughs> It's okay. We're going to change his
1: name
2: he to Justin anyway.
1: Shit.
0: <laughs> that's what you get okay. for not being here. Why it's did I think cool. his name was Justin? Justin's
1: cool. Yeah. yeah. Pete's
0: I thought your lead like singer Justin. was Justin Timberlake. I think that's why. Uh, yeah. You guys aren't in sync? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. That PR guy. What the fuck? <laughs> but, uh, anyway. Pete, we miss you. Wish you were here. And let's take it from my friend over here.
3: Um, I'm Mike, I'm the drummer.
2: Good intro, man.
1: Thanks. Uh, my name's my Steve, I'm one of the guitar players, and that's it.
2: Uh, I'm Eric, I play bass, but lately I like to say I'm bass and piano.
1: Oh, can I say I'm piano too? Please. I don't know Wait, if you qualify for that. Uh, two piano, piano players? <laughs> well, I think we're going to go with four, actually. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to qualify myself as a piano player. And I'm Mike, and I also...
0: So you guys were telling me a little bit, this uh, lineup has been pretty solid for about seven or eight years, and you guys have put out a lot of records mm-hmm. over the course of that time period, right? That is true, yeah.
2: yeah three, three three full lengths. Yep. Yeah. It felt
0: like more, yeah. So it's a lot of singles? Because yeah. on Spotify, it seems like you guys have a lot of releases.
1: Yeah, well, we just... Released just two thousand seventeen alone, including the one that we just released yesterday. As of the recording of this podcast, uh, we've released five singles in two thousand seventeen, including two like kind of remixes that we did from our previous record.
0: So, so who did those remixes? Because I was listening to one of them from your previous record. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Do you recall which one? Because we had uh, it's. A, I don't want to put you on the spot.
1: We uh, we had one that Mike, our in house in band engineer, did and uh you can talk about that Mike if
4: you want. Yeah, that, I don't know which one you listen to. I
1: don't know uh
4: the one called Song About Ghosts was uh that was us and then uh Head Underwater was a uh, friend of ours and fan uh, James Avila
0: Yeah, I think that's the one I yeah, listened yeah. to yeah. And he, I liked, liked it, really it Yeah, yeah. we're really happy with that yeah. He did yeah. a sick job Yeah, cool This song was lit Yeah, when cool <laughs> so. he was
2: doing it We just, you know, didn't know what to expect Yeah And when it came out We were all like Wow, this is pretty awesome so Yeah It was cool Cool to hear yeah.
0: And the two new singles Are really great And you could really tell From listening to your older stuff There's a tremendous evolution In your sound I'd say over the course of the three records and now this, uh, these two new singles. Totally. Uh, well, what have you been listening to recently that kind of inspired these two new songs?
1: I've been listening to Mike. Tell us, <laughs> tell us <laughs> what to do, mask. Well, that's not true. I, know. <laughs>
4: um, I mean, if as far as for me to talk about it, like. It's not so much listening to lately as I feel like we started to record the stuff ourselves and it allowed us to kind of do whatever we want. So it's like stuff that I always kind of listen to since I started in the band. And now those influences have now been able to permeate because you have your hands on it more, you know? Yeah. Where like prior we were going into the studio for, you know, like a week straight... And you have to just get everything done as quick as possible and like get your parts down and then you know, once it's done you, you look on you like, Oh, I wish I could have did this and that and yeah. that. And now we kinda have that capability.
0: So you guys have went from you're kinda like self engineering everything or Mike, you're you're yeah, you are behind I mean, the board we all are. Yeah, yeah,
4: but yeah. But yeah. So now it's we're able to just I don't know, cut and paste a million
2: things, you know. And it shows like with the previous records, with the full lengths, after how many years they've, you know, how long it's been, they all kind of have a similar sound. Yeah. It's like you said, and then with these new releases, it's clear to us too that it's different. So it's, it's just cool. Yeah.
0: And so for those previous releases, you just, you went into the studio with a different producer and now you're kind of doing it yourself. Right, and how would you say that compares? So, <laughs> Do you like so it more? Different. Pros and cons, you'd say.
1: Um, there's so much less of the like gearing up for that time in the studio and like yeah, the I don't know if you call it nerves or whatever it is, but that anticipation and like getting there and logging the long hours and you know setting aside everything else in your life. Uh, we don't have that now it's just like we kind of get together you know three four times a week like we normally would for practicing and we've just been writing and recording instead so it's like I don't know what the term is but it's just like uh, it's just spread out over more time so it's kind of you're spreading out that stress level as well you know? yeah it's, more, yeah, relaxed. it's more relaxed yeah exactly yeah. and I think I think that shows in the music in a bunch of different ways really
0: and so can fans expect a full length to come from these singles that were released this year?
1: That's not necessarily the intention. Yeah. Uh, we, we might decide. We don't know. We don't want to say that we're going to. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah,
3: it's,
2: it's up in the possible, air. It,
4: who knows? It's uh, like, well, coming down the pipe, we have, we just released that skeptic. And then we have one, two, three... Three more?
1: Four more. Four, mm-hmm. four more.
0: Oh, so you have four more singles on the horizon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think like, before the end of the year they're going to come out? Or?
1: No. Uh, probably yeah, just, one of them. Yeah.
0: One, one before them. the end of the year?
4: Yeah. Yeah, and maybe two in January and one in February, or maybe three in January. And then we have another seven?
2: Six.
4: Another six that are, like, in the early... Uh, production stages. Like we recorded drums, and we recorded some stuff, but it needs to be, uh, you know, we start. We have to start putting that together, but that's gonna come probably towards the end of the year, November,
2: December. Yeah. What's cool though is like we're just testing this stuff out too, which how we're releasing it right now. We used to do full lengths, mm-hmm. but now we're just doing these singles like that. But we we said maybe we'll do two at a time. Maybe we'll do an EP. You know, like So we don't really know the exact answers and our plans do seem to keep changing a little bit as we go.
0: It's good to keep that like free-flowing attitude. And it's funny that singles are kind of coming back. That was a big thing in the 80s for lots of bands, especially yeah. in the UK and stuff. They would release singles or smaller EPs instead as compared to full lengths. But you guys seem to be prolifically writing this year, if you have already what seems like 10 songs plus yeah. that will be out in the near future. So what can you tell people about that without spilling the beans too much? Like similar sound to the first two songs you released or are you venturing out even further?
4: Uh, it's it's actually, what's cool about the release of the singles is it, it goes, uh, we pretty much are doing this because it allows us to do whatever we want and not have to try to gulp something that sounds yeah. similar
3: so it's sort like, of to be determined like yeah, how they're gonna because yeah, right. we're still working on all, so like you know based off of what we've done so far we can kind of you know throw some new stuff in there that we weren't anticipating when you know i put down my drums last month there's still yeah work that could be done you know so we'll see where it see where it ends up you know
5: yeah it's
4: a roller coaster ride yeah
0: i like roller coasters
4: (laughs) because the new i think the two ones the ones that we're going to release the one that we're going to release in december i feel like is or the one after that one of them is like it's a little bit not as out there probably as the first two but then there's a couple down the line that are just as out there maybe a little bit more so it's like you know everyone and then some people some guys in the band like certain things more than others so it's everyone gets their hopefully gets their chance to like well i love this song i don't love this as much but it's like who cares because everyone we get to just release whatever we want so that's what i think is exciting about it
0: and so songwriting is a collective individual do people come with ideas pitch ideas to each other or you guys kind of write together jam
2: we yes <laughs> <laughs> That's been different too. Like yeah. 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 yeah, that's true. And that's been a huge adjustment because we used to jam. We used to come with, one would come with an idea and then we would jam out with that idea in the live room and just take it from there. But now we're coming with an idea into Pro Tools and then it's like, I don't know, we kind of sculpt it a little bit, get, tell everyone what you're going for, and we just kind of build it that way in the studio some of these songs we haven't even played live
0: (laughs) what's the adjustment like to that type of process getting used to a new way of writing songs when you're primarily used to one way of doing it
1: for me i don't i think i might speak for everybody i think it's it's much better it's just like whoever has the vision whoever has the idea or the seat of the idea they're able to kind of present more of a finished product as opposed to just like here's a guitar riff I have an idea how the song is going to sound, but, like, everyone just start playing in this loud room, and and then that person who has that idea is like, well, this this isn't anything like what I intended, but now it's already a thing, so I can't change it. Whereas, like, Mike or Pete or whoever else can, can come with an idea that they've already kind of built out in Pro Tools that is much closer to the finished product, that they can just be like, here's the idea, and everyone will get it more, you know? It's like, it's like uh, broke down, like, a, a language barrier, so to speak.
0: Well, it's interesting, yeah. yeah.
1: So I, I don't know. For me, I think it's it's, like, it's it's like improved our ability to communicate with each other as far as like musical ideas.
2: Yeah, it was different though coming up. I know when I had to lay down bass a few times, I had to tell Mike because we we're you know doing it at Mike's place. And uh, in the live room in the past, I was always able to hash out my idea, and no one would notice me messing up or you know trying out notes or whatever. I But then, yeah, yeah. cool, cool. But then, uh, you know, so now we're in the studio, and I had to tell Mike like, I think this sounds okay, but I'm not sure. So let's play it, and then let's see how it sounds, and then we might have to adjust it. And so that was just different for me, and I was like, this this is different. This is cool.
3: Yeah, that's definitely how I felt about the drums. (laughs) I, I, I'll go into the studio and I'll, I'll knock out all my tracks and like. Five hours or so, and at the end, like when when we did the the last full length, I mean, I did the drums in four days, something yeah. like that. And I knew at the end, I was like, "All right, I nailed that. Everything's everything's cool. Everything's how I wanted it." With this process, I'm like, Meh, all right, <laughs> we'll, we'll
4: see." And we also built out electronic um, drums. Yeah, and yeah.
3: So it's like we're just it's st- like I just trust the process, and it's like it'll end up being cool.
0: Yeah. I trust your process, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks, because the stuff sounds good. The the two songs, Thanks. and I definitely want to play them for everyone. Sure. Could you remind me how to pronounce the first one again?
1: Apogee.
0: Apogee. Yeah. Great song with a great music video. Cool. Um, who was the girl in that video? Do you guys know her?
2: She's a, a friend of ours.
0: Friend. Yeah, it, was it was cool. It was there. just like a cool concept uh, video. Um, very spacey and dreamy. The sound very textured so i really really like it and do you guys want to say anything about this song before we send it out there for everyone who's listening to this podcast to hear
2: oh, I
6: <laughs>
0: that's it <laughs> that's, pretty pretty good. Good. that's yeah. it yeah. hey, job, guys. hey but
2: no but i think this song though is like special to us because i do think it is this was the first song that we released out of this group and so it's like symbolizes a major turning point for us. Yeah, you
0: know? like, it, I, I, I feel like it does, yeah. yeah.
2: And so I think that's special for us like, to hold on to this one. Like, sure. You
4: know? Yeah, it's hard. It's actually hard for me to listen to because I, I feel like I'm getting better at all like the production. And production ending-wise. aspects, so Now yeah. when I hear that one, that was the first one we sent. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I could definitely have done like certain things better. I'm like, I, I can't even... Like, I, I love the song, but it's just... In that aspect, it's hard for me to listen to.
3: Well, so you I nailed the sound of the drums going. on it, man. They, they're fantastic. Man. You really you. captured my performance. There's no drums on this. Song. There's no drums. There's no drums on this
2: song. Damn it. Damn it. Yeah, well, you don't notice that, though.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, not bad. at all. <laughs> and then...
4: <laughs> we got a blank track of you sitting there. Yeah,
3: pretty much.
0: That's good. That's good. And then the song you just released yesterday... Uh, cryptic, right? Uh, skeptic, skeptic, skeptic yeah. excuse me. Skeptic?
1: Yeah, Justin is the one who wrote. <laughs> <laughs> cryptic. <laughs> sorry, I'm being a dick. My bad. Yeah, we
2: love
0: the curse on this thing. Skeptic is, is a great song, too. I was listening it, to it today. Skeptic, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Skeptic, yeah, I was listening to it today. That's sorry. what I said, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's a great song, too. I was listening to it today Thanks, at work while I was like, Oh, I'm at work, <laughs> <laughs> but I got the racer coming over later, and this is a good song. So, nice. but do you guys write this one recently too? Just finished uh, putting it together. The more. idea
3: it has been around for a while, because yeah. we we yeah. worked on this when we were still like jamming in our practice mm-hmm. space. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah. yeah,
4: a couple of these ones that are now coming out are the same thing. as like we they were. Born in the, that practice space, but like really, like we dug into them At you know when we were recording, Apogee though was completely in the box.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's like a really new song. Yeah, basically. that one. and
4: actually the, the and Spiral Staircase too. Yep, actually. same thing. With Spiral yeah, Staircase, those which two is the were, second. Those two were in the box.
0: So something I'm always curious about, because never I've been in, I've never really been in a band, is like so an idea kind of maybe fades away, goes into the back of your brain. And then what makes you decide sometimes to kind of like revive it and then it turns into like a, a or a different song, like with Skeptic?
1: It's usually one of us who's, who's latched onto it. You yeah. Know, it's like really, you know, passionate about it. And then everyone else is like, yeah, yeah, that was cool. And then kind of maybe we drift off and work on something else. But uh, one of whoever it was that was passionate about that would be like, Oh, can can we can we work on that one again? Because I really like, really think we, there's something there, and we're all like pretty good about. It. Yeah, I think yeah. it thrives all that. Yeah, yeah.
4: I think you got to try to prove that it doesn't sound like the way it sounded when we were working on it originally. I yeah, it's yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like, well, all right. Well, I get, I get. You guys don't like this part, but and then we, you try to maybe change some aspect of it to make everybody get on board. Yeah. Or
0: all right. Well, you guys ready? Apogee and skeptic. Cool. Here we go. Everyone. Enjoy. (laughs) What's that?
2: Ludicrous speed.
0: Ludicrous speed. (laughs) guys, thanks for sharing those two brand new songs, Apogee and Skeptic. They sounded great. But during the break, while you guys were listening to those songs, we were just talking about music and stuff, Linkin Park, Um, and I mentioned that I remember everyone loved... That Jay Z Linkin Park mashup album. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Collision
3: Course? Yes. Collision I remember that. Course? Yep. Oh, I hated that shit <laughs> so much.
0: <laughs> I remember being in college at parties and people, I remember like, guys would be like, the song would come on. They'd be like, yes. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> if I ever meet Jay Z, I would tell him, I know you think you're like the best and most influential hip hop artist of all time, but. You did make an album with Linkin Park, yeah. So, yeah, there you you got that. <laughs> just just remember that. Just be humbled by that, man. Yeah, right.
3: Now there, th- it's it's weird, man. Like there are so many things from that era that just make me cringe. Yeah. But there are bands like I have this soft spot for bands that have like a gimmick to them. Like I, I grew up like loving like Kiss and stuff like that. Yeah, that's cool. So there that were a it's lot of bands. Yeah in that era that had a similar kind of gimmick thing yeah that i still listen to and like i it, i wouldn't even say like guilty pleasure cuz i'm not like bashful about it at all like i listened to like power man 5000 yeah that, there that was just fun like that, so much fun i
0: can i can i could totally see that i think you can look back and appreciate kind of the maybe the essence of acts like power man 5000 or Marilyn, even Marilyn Manson, yeah. like to understand, to look back at some of the things he did. And it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. like that was crazy. Yeah. Like I remember like after like Co- Columbine thing. and yeah. stuff, like there's all this stuff. And then he did this interview. He just said things that I was like, whoa, 20 years later, you're like, that's what someone would say now, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah, with the, with the, with the, with the rifle or he's shooting a rifle. So Marilyn Manson. Like people were like, this is outrageous. like, that's what he would do. Yeah. Like he's, he's meant to be like, to me, the whole thing with him is like, it's all art sort of to him. You know, it's like, this is, I'm, I'm intended to like be shocking and stuff Mm -hmm. again, even though like, you know, I don't really like the music, but like the whole shtick is kind of aimed at that.
2: Yeah, we're going back to Linkin Park. Yeah. You know, I, I grew up loving them. You know, I, liked the, I loved a lot of their songs. I had a lot of good memories with some of their songs. But I remember a couple of times, I actually brought it up to the band, and I was like, as far-fetched as an idea was, it was like, I saw some of us, especially in our early days as a band, of Linkin Park influence. And I think a lot was with the way Pete sang. You know, I I see a lot of... Uh, Chester and Pete or Pete and Chester whichever uh, you you ever want to say it and I feel like you know they have that same powerful voice that's singing and I think Pete has that what Chester had singing so I would always like when I would be listening to Linkin Park I could always picture Pete being that vocal person in uh, someone in a hip hop uh, world and then Pete getting up there and singing that you know melodic chorus part.
3: There was a hot minute where we were doing that (laughs) <laughs> a little too often, we would play. Uh, we would go out to Rhode Island and and play shows where it would be like, like four or five rappers, and us. And uh, at at a certain point, we would always have in like our bag of tricks, like we we'd play like The Roots or something like that, or oh, like, cool. we would just do yeah. an instrumental break and like the rappers would come up and then Pete's singing the hooks. It worked, yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was yeah. uh it was yeah.
0: That's interesting. You guys have done it all. Kind of.
3: When you stick around for that long, you have an opportunity to do a lot of uh, goofy shit.
0: Good for you guys. That's wonderful. (laughs) But now we're going to move to the second segment of this program where you guys picked some records, and we're going to play them for everyone. So let's start with wow and absolute! you guys all picked like absolute classics by the way i gotta say there's no like they're just all boom great records absolutely amazing so here we got wilco yankee hotel foxtrot i mean what can i say about that amazing album Hold it up, what microphone. can you say about this amazing <laughs> album?
1: Hold it up for the microphone. <laughs> it's
0: amazing. So tell me, I, I, I'm assuming you like this album.
4: Yeah, I think it's... uh, I love it, actually. I would have to say... It's a strong it, word. It's my favorite Wilco album. Yeah. Um, I like the... I was a big fan of the production of it. And, of course, the songs, but I just, like, um, it was so, like, uh, like as relatable to our newer stuff, it was very textured. And there was, like, a lot of stuff going on. And I remember watching the documentary on the making of it. I forget what, do you know what that was called? Was it I, I Am, am trying, trying to Break, to break Your, your heart, heart, I think? And uh, they, they showed them, like, in a, a Chicago, like, apartment, like, loft, recording the album. They had just shit everywhere instruments everywhere and they would just try everything and just crazy sounds they'd be like like scraping pots and stuff like that banging pots and doing all and i remember being like that was like the coolest thing like i would love to yeah, yeah. <laughs> like liam gallagher yeah like walk hundred thousand did dudes but i don't know that always uh stuck with me and I always wanted to do something like that and I feel like I don't know, I feel like I'm getting that chance now kinda to do stuff. So
0: He's getting that chance now. Any particular song you'd like to hear, sir?
4: Um I think I would go with the first one. I'm Trying to Break Your Heart.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. Really hits right here. <laughs> yeah. All right, thank you for sharing that. Next up. I mean, what else can I say about that one? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm whoa. Well, really like uh, busting out the uh, big guns guys. We're yeah. talking like two of the best records of the last 25 years here. Yeah.
2: And that, I think "Whoa" is like the first time I heard this record was the exact expression I had when I heard it. I remember we were, we went camping in Maine we were 19, 20 years old. And in the summertime, we went up to Maine to go camping. Me, meet Mike and a couple of other friends. And I remember on the drive, uh, we decided to do all Radiohead. So we played them from the beginning, starting with Pablo Honey and up from there. And, yeah, I knew a few of those songs and everything. I wasn't, like, very much into Radiohead before that. But then all of a sudden, Kid A came on, and the song Idiotech started playing and I remember I was actually trying to sleep in the back seat. <laughs> That's what I do on road trips. I like to sleep. But then all of a sudden, this song started playing. And I was like, you know, the sounds were panned so well left and right. And I, I remember like, whoa, looking up like, what is that sound? Like, what is going on here? Yeah, it was crazy. And I think right there, my mind was blown. Yeah. And I was like, this song is incredible. Like, I, I could say that, like. Idiotech changed my life.
0: Yeah, yeah it's just really good song. Yeah, and it's very. It really leaves an impression on you when you hear that song. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Because it's just, it's sharp in a way. You know, like yeah. you said, you were sleeping and you're kind of like, what yeah, like
2: on? what is going on here? What
3: like I was noise? sleeping. It's like yeah.
0: Yeah. Chaos.
2: yeah. Yeah. And and what's great is you know, you know, fast forward to last week, you know, and know trying to come up with some new songs or you know some new parts and everything and came up with this idea you know i'm just messing around in my room and uh but i was trying to picture a vocals over it and i referenced i called up mike and i was like yo you know for the vocals i kind of imagine that idiotech vocals type vibe so like here today it's still a major influence on on me in trying to create new stuff so it's cool
0: that's great. So I'm assuming you want to hear Idiotech.
2: Yeah, I would pick Idiotech off this one for sure.
0: Nice. Good choice. I mean, that's um, probably the best song on the album. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> is yeah, great. good job, Eric. Thanks, Tom York. Congratulations. Thanks, that. Tom York. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, if we expand the time frame a little bit, it's one of the best records of the last 60 years. Yeah, so... So, Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Magical Mystery Tour by The Beatles. Yeah, I'm actually... I'm going to isolate side two on this, if that's all right. That's fine with me. Because really, like, the soundtrack part to the film is just whatever, in my opinion. Yeah. But side two, I think, is one of the best things The Beatles ever put together. Um. hello goodbye I just love uh, I really love the production on these songs for some reason has just like such a warmth to it and really love the songwriting on these um, this this record and a bunch of like kind of the deeper side or not deeper but uh, a lot of the expanded Beatles catalog represents a time in my life where I I kind of had I had grown up uh, playing in a lot of punk bands and was very yeah very involved not involved but a very enmeshed in that style of music that's kind of all I knew how to play musically and you know that that endeavor kind of fizzled out and I finished up college and then you know a couple years down the road I'm just kind of working you know a corporate job in the city and commuting and that's when I linked up linked back up with these guys uh, and started playing with them and I kind of it, I had like a kind of a difficult time sort of expanding at uh, getting out of because they were definitely not a punk band and I'm already joining this band that is already somewhat established, and I'm like, all right, but I'm like, a, I only know how to do this thing, so I had to kind of like really try to like wedge myself into this different style yeah. of playing. It took me a long time, but this is one of the, this this record and a, a few others really uh, represent um, stuff that I had already loved, but like turned to to try to like kind of like get myself out of that mindset and into a
0: different And to kind of expand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So. Um, specifically if you're going to ask me for a song
0: i'm gonna <laughs> i'm asking you <laughs> what Yo, song
1: baby you're a rich man uh, possibly ah, one of my okay. favorite possibly yeah, my a favorite good one. song but really uh what sticks out what, it's just such a feel good song to me and uh you know and I, i'd liked something really resonated with uh i probably there was like a period of about 6 months where i think i watched through that five part anthology documentary yeah. like at least two times maybe even three and there's a scene where they, they're kind of going through I don't know if it was actually a video set to this song or if it was just a part in the documentary where they're talking about this song or they're playing this song, and there's just all this footage of them like hanging out on a boat and just partying. <laughs> and it just looked like they're having such a good time, and that's when like I was playing it's just start, it just kind of was a year or two into playing with these guys, and, You know, we thought we were like, you know, we're going right to the top. To awesome. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh, this, this is so cool, and I just loved it. So that's, that's my pick for this one.:
0: Great pick. You guys are so far picking golden nuggets of music. So can you keep
3: it up? I think I uh, can. Spoiler: um, You can. I think I can. See, I picked uh, "Collision Course" by Jay Z and Lincoln Park. <laughs> and, um, no, he didn't. It's the best album. You're full collection. of it. <laughs> um,
0: that's not it. That's not it at all.
3: No, no, it's uh, slightly different. Um, I picked uh, Misfits' "Legacy of Brutality." Um, which is a slight departure from what everyone else picked. Um, but I got into the Misfits. They're, they're, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands, definitely top five. Um, I got into them a weird way. Um, so when I was a kid and now too, um, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Uh,
3: not really, but <laughs> no, it's, it's great. A, it's, it's something. Um, but there was a, there so there was a tag team in the mid nineties, uh, called the headbangers. And I would see this dude every week wearing what I had no idea, but it was a Misfits t-shirt. Um, so that was kind of always in the back of my head. And then I got to high school and I met this kid, Mikey Shields, um, Mike, our guitarist ended up marrying his cousin in a weird kind of twist. Um, but he was into the Misfits. Um, and I got into them around the time that, uh, American Psycho came out. So I had no idea about like any of their stuff uh, other than that one album. And I thought that was the coolest thing ever because as I mentioned before, I'm really into like gimmicky bands. It's a, I have a soft spot for that. Um, and then, you know, I, I just dived into the whole catalog.
0: Yeah. Little did you know they yeah. had a completely different lead singer Yeah, i had no clue
3: and like i had you know i had my misfits t-shirt and i was was all about it buying you know as many CDs as i could ended up getting into the older stuff and i mean they're definitely i would i would probably say like top 3 bands for me yeah
0: yeah love the misfits love dance egg he's from lodi new jersey so yeah. anybody that's from new jersey that's a musician, maybe except Bon Jovi. <laughs> I like you.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But great, you guys really did a good job picking and then expressing your picks. So, awesome. full, thank you. Full full marks. Oh man, yeah. I had a question. Go ahead. Uh,
4: the, you're the interviewer. However. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, Steve wrote off how that song is like a real feel-good song. Yeah. I was curious cuz I got a great song. What do you if you need to feel good, like what song would you put on? It could be anything. It could be the lamest song ever, but it just makes you happy.
3: I've got a good one for this.
4: I already
1: you guys know mine already me mine
0: Um mine and I was just listening to it when it yeah, when I was walking home. Uh <laughs> and maybe I'll play it. Uh Crazy Rhythms by the Feelies. It's like my favorite band. There, yeah. the Feelys are a New Jersey band that had like one album in the late '70s with a certain lineup, and then they like kind of disbanded. They're part of like Hoboken scene and stuff. But this was like on their very first album, which is kind of different from their later stuff, and it's really like. And so I'll play it. Cool. So
3: nice. that'll
0: be my pick.
3: There you go. Yeah. You ready for that? I
0: never uh, heard that. Oh, you'll love it. You will love it. <laughs> if you want to feel good, this is the song to all listen to.
4: I trust you. What's yours? Yeah, what were you gonna say? Well, I think the, the best one is probably uh, Pete Townsend. Let my love open the door.
0: That's a good song. <laughs> okay. I feel like
4: you hear that. You hear that at the end of all like so many movies. Every the commercial and on. every movie
0: ever made like it's like an instant dopamine rush yeah <laughs> my love up in the door it's like the, the beginning <laughs> 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 yeah. my love no, good good yeah i feel good so, yeah. Yeah. after singing that song yeah. Yeah. you're right it's spot on <laughs> absolutely positively spot on <laughs> yeah
3: man i have i have two so the first one is, uh, was not was open the, uh, w- walk the dinosaur. When that song comes on, I, I lose my mind every single time. And, uh, Eddie Murphy, boogie in your butt. <laughs> so I, I worked at a, uh, I worked at a local TV station and, uh, we had, we had a big sound board, but all the music for the show was programmed into the board. So weather time, push the weather button, weather music plays, uh, one of the guys that was there before me programmed uh a couple of the buttons to play like different songs one of them was walk the dinosaur the other one was boogie in your butt <laughs> so we would we'd uh we would tape clips like the whole show was put together through clips um and we'd have a little bit of downtime so we'd like rehearse parts like like the anchor would be rehearsing like a uh a, a, you know a sports clip or something and every once in a while we'd sneak in uh, boogie in your butt into the <laughs> intro. It would, n- it would never go to air, but like, it was kind of like an icebreaker for us. That's a so good icebreaker. That one, that one, it stuck with me. I throw that on the car every once in a while. Awesome.
0: Guys, thanks for sharing all that with me. It's Wait, great to got, hear. Do we get
2: one from Eric? Yeah,
0: Eric, go ahead if Eric you'd doesn't like to. Like happy music. Uh,
2: what, what's the name of that song? like or- <laughs> Why do you have to ask him what your favorite song is? The song that you just said. My love opened the door? Yeah, look how happy he is. He's smiling ear to ear. Smiling ear to ear. another one.
0: that and song. Oh, you're making my dreams come true? Yeah. See? I knew exactly what you're talking about. There's another one
4: you make. It feels good. How's the beginning going? Doop, doop, doop,
0: doop, 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 doop there's a video on youtube of a cat playing it too so if you really want to feel happy that'll do it go check that
3: out i actually have a playlist on spotify of the most fun songs of all time
4: is the vacation song on there too oh it's not but i got like i got like tarzan boys on here (laughs) um
3: the what? Get out of she my she dreams, in. get into my she car. car. That's a good, yeah. right, that's wait, a do fun song. It. Yeah, that's a happy the, song. This is just, Maybe. I mean, everything's yeah, all hits on here. This is the
1: point where the podcast devolves. <laughs> <to be. laughs> this is
3: chaos, but I like chaos. Chaos <laughs> yeah. is chaos
0: is good. All right, so we're gonna play your songs though. I'm trying to break your heart, idiotech, um, baby, you're a rich man.
3: I didn't oh, that's one. right! You didn't pick uh, one because so I was too busy talking about Lincoln Park. Um, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I have to go with "Where Eagles Dare." It's just, I mean, it's the best Misfits song. There we go. Yeah,
0: and that's what you guys are about to hear. Enjoy it, the racer. Thank you guys for coming on this program. It's a thank pleasure you. having you. you. Um, also, any shows coming up you want to share with everyone? Tell them to come out, or?
2: Uh, no, actually, no shows right now. We're working on some shows, so, you know, the TBA. December, yeah, yeah. TBA? Yeah, I'll keep them posted yeah, when you know. Because we're releasing stuff all the time. New, yep. new music, new videos are coming
0: out. So. Keep 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 your eyes peeled to their Facebook page, yep, The Racer. We're
1: uh, at The Racer Music on Twitter and Instagram as well.
0: Cool. You guys have a band camp?
1: Uh, yes, we do. Okay. The TheRacerMusic.com. Facebook
0: at a lot of Yeah, I'm a big Bandcamp user so cool. get their stuff right on in. Bandcamp. Yeah, do that. That's so direct right <laughs> yeah. to you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you. for having us. Yeah, great. hear their songs.